0: This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time to step up to the plate with Jim, Steve, Fish, and former two-time Gold Glover World Series champion, Benji Molina. A swing and a miss! Winner for the Cardinals. And there it is in the left field. Missed number 3000.
1: A run
0: of Smith, courts one in right. Down the line. It may go. Go crazy, folks. Go crazy. A high pop ball. The corner's there. The Cardinals won the pennant!
1: The Cardinals won the pennant! The Cardinals won the pennant! Breeze hits it in the air to center. We will see you tomorrow
0: night. Swing and a miss! The Cardinals are world champions
1: for 2006. In the air to left, well hit. Back is Craig. What a team. What a ride.
0: The Cardinals are world champs in 2011.
1: Hello, Cardinal fans. Welcome to this Monday morning edition of Two Birds on a Bat, your St. Louis Cardinals fan podcast. Of course, brought to you by our good friends at the Innovated Companies. Make sure you check out InnovatedCompanies.com. They've never made it more simpler, guys. All three arms underneath the umbrella, the construction team, heating and cooling, and, of course, the electric team led by our good friend Randy Green and his wonderful daughter Stephanie Green. 35 years experience. He's a second-generation craftsman. They're fully licensed, bonded, and insured. And, of course, as I always say, Randy's a man of his word. Get him involved in the process early, folks. They'll save you time, energy, and money. If you want it done and you want it done right, get him involved early. That's InnovativeCompanies.com. Hey, it's a historic day here at Two Birds on a Bat. I don't know. It's officially spring training for one of our guys. Benji and I have been in uh, been in spring training mode. We're getting our game ready for opening day, and it looks like somebody's decided to show up and start preparing his game. Let's welcome into the show Steve Flowers. What's up, buddy? I, I, you know what? It's I'm ready for this weather to break here. I need some
0: baseball. I see you're wearing your uh, Edwardsville Tiger baseball sweatshirt. And well, I got we my, had
1: opening weekend. I
0: got my Culver Stockton baseball pullover on, yeah. so I'm
1: ready to go, man. Well, if you need... Need to be ready to go. Number one, all you got to do is pay attention to our co-host, as brought to you on the M4byYachty.com hotline, Benji Molina's social media feed. Because it seems like every time you turn around, this guy's at a spring training game. So let's welcome him in, and let's uh, let's be jealous of his uh, of the weather that he has. Because my kid played in 35 degree windy baseball. Condition. Well, he didn't even play. He sat the bench, is what he did. But um, he was happy to be there, though. By the way, since it was. Uh since it was good for him. Um, let's welcome in Benji Molina on the m 4 biotticom hotline.
2: What's going on, guys? What's going on? We
1: got the the thieves flowers in the house. <laughs> in the house is right. Ready Let me tell to you. Go. Hey, I got the lowdown though, Benji. Let me tell you. I know what's really going on here, okay? His wonderful daughter Peyton, by the way, who she's a tremendous young lady and just a Beyond her years, like when you have a conversation, whether it's hard to believe she's not older. Uh, my wife and I are out for dinner Friday night, and she walks up and gives us a hug, and she has a job at one of our favorite uh, little hideaways where my wife and I like to have date night on Friday nights. It's a nice restaurant in town here. And uh, we get to having a conversation, and, you know, and I think you know, um, you know the, the young lady had a mishap in her vehicle. Well, it wasn't her vehicle. It was her mother's. And they're down to two cars. So you know what's really going on here is She takes the car to school, and Steve now is with the boss every day, and the boss doesn't let him come play with us on the radio. That's what's really going on. <laughs> that is what's going I, on, isn't it? Listen, I used to be able to sneak
0: out because we do the show at 11 o'clock, right. Mondays and Thursdays. So it's lunch for you. So it's lunch. So I could sneak out, and you you always run long with your blues podcast. So if I leave at 11, I say, hey, I'm going to go grab a quick bite. Next thing you know, she, it's like 3.30. I'm rolling back into the house or into the office. And she's, and she's like, where have you been? I go, oh, I was just getting lunch, right? Um, but now, yeah, I, you know, we're down to the two vehicles, and all of a sudden she's like, uh, hey, where are you going? I need the car. I go, I got a podcast I got to do. So I got wait
1: today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, listen, we're just glad you're here. I, I know I speak for myself. I know Benji will be glad you're I mean, We
2: are ecstatic.
1: That he's in the house. In the house.
0: So yes. Well, we got a lot of good things happening, right? We do have some things. Yeah. Well, happening.
2: and a couple, and a couple so-so, and a couple so-so. We'll
0: discuss. Well, let's discuss it. What do you got, buddy? I know you sent out the little tweet about the the managers and the uh, the uh, the career winning percentage, right? Of all these guys, Ooh. and our our boy Mike Matheny's at the tops.
2: Huh? Wee, I wonder how many how many uh, fireplaces got turned on for that one, man. Wee.
1: Well, let me tell you what got turned on. The, the standard reply tweet got turned on. He was handed a World Series team, and I, I'm quick to remind people, he was handed a World Series team minus their best pitcher and the best player on the planet, okay, both gone. Yep. Here you go. Yep. And what did he do? And- he promptly went out and won. No, he didn't win the World Series, and people are mad at him over some decisions. Decisions I was mad at him over that he made. But come on, guys. I mean, I, again, I had some fun with some people on Twitter last week because they were, they were, uh, they were comparing him to – you know, everybody loves Francona. So I promptly brought up a few scenarios about some things Francona has done in the last two years, and I got – you know what I got? I got no reply because they, were, make, they uh. were making fun of Matheny for things that had happened, and I said – Well, who was the guy that was up 3-1 in the World Series two years ago and blew it? And who was the guy that was Uh up 2-0 last year and blew it in the first round of the playoffs? And he also played his second baseman who's not a very good hitter in center field who had never played outfield before because he had to have him in the lineup. Who was that guy? I couldn't remember his name. Nobody could help me with what that guy's name was.
2: And who was that guy that almost blew it? Almost blew the worst series for the cup. Who was that guy? Yeah, who
1: was that guy? So, again, Almost whatever. blew it.
0: Yeah. So. It, but here's the amazing thing. You sent out the, the tweet, Bemo, and, and Matheny, I think, has a 590 career winning percentage. Is it 560 or 590?
1: Is it 560
0: or Whatever. It is. I'll have to find it again. Okay. But regardless, most of them are, if you're a 500 manager in baseball, you're pretty darn good, aren't you? Isn't that what the stats are saying? Dude, heck yeah it is. Could
2: it be better? Heck yeah, could it be better? I mean we all know that, that's fine. But he's still winning. He's still doing it. And remember, the last couple of years we haven't made the playoff, which you can also finish over five hundred and not make it. I understand that. But we haven't been in the playoffs the last couple of years and these guys still leading active coaches. Come on man. That's amazing for me. It's like a lot of people are dogging Mike Sosha in the Angels. Well, if you give him the whole lineup like you're giving him, and then all of a sudden but you don't give him the, the, the straight-up pitching that you need or the bullpen that you need, how do you expect to win when all these teams, all they have is pitching, starting pitching, and and, and bullpen? They're legit. The two teams that went to the World Series, they're no joke. They have the startings. And they have the relievers. They have the bullpen. That's why they they the last games of the year because they have that. So look at look at the Angels. They have a powerhouse, but do they have the pitching to go through Houston? Do they got the pitching to go through Seattle? To all these teams, Texas was a powerhouse. Eating, I mean, they, they might not have it. So is that the is that the coach's fault? No, man, that's not it. We got it. I told you guys already. If you're gonna blame something for the for the manager, blame the lineup, blame the guy who he brought in from the bullpen, blame that he didn't pinch hit for some guy, blame that he didn't do a hit and run, or he didn't bunt the guy over. Whatever those things, yeah, you can blame the, the 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 manager, but most of the time, it's the players, man, that make you who you are and make you a good manager or not. You know, that's what that's just straight up how it is.
0: Well, I think, you know, BMO, going on, on with that, you're right, it's, it's that. But I'm, I'm even going to go a step further. It's the guys out there acquiring young talent through the draft or trading away veterans and, and filling up their minor league system with great young players. I, mean, I, I think you can look at the past World Series champions and you can say most of those teams were built through the farm system and the draft and you know maybe they add a guy or two maybe they add a verlander there in the at the trade deadline or or whatever it might be but you need to make sure you're drafting right and you need to have that young talent and i think that goes to what mo and DeWitt have been doing, they don't want to trade away that young talent because that seems to be the recipe to win
1: world championships. But you've also got to have things go right for you, too. Absolutely. That's the thing. See, that, it, well, it's, I'm with you. it's not just done on paper. See, that's the problem. Not everything is just done on paper. You need some things to go your way. And, you know, I, I, I go back to the, uh, that World Series against Boston and I was sitting in the stands at Cardinals you know i i, I you know I, I i struggle now to remember the exactly where we were at what we were doing but you know they bring in their ground ball specialist right they right. bring him in Yep. and he gives up a three run homer you know and it's like yep. you know but I, it's so, not the
2: right one yeah you know, i mean how in is it you have one but having one doesn't give you the win it's having the right run it's having the good one You know know what I'm saying? Yeah, it just makes a difference.
1: It just, you know, things got to go. It's not. It's things are not always perfect, and that's why I love the fact that you got to play the games. One pitch, one play, one great play, one headsy baseball play. One, you know, it's just not. Again, this has always been my argument against numbers. Numbers are 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 an indicator of what you did that year. Now, people can take a look at numbers over the course of, of many years, and you have a good idea what somebody's going to do. But the, they still got to go do it. Okay? And all it takes it's is okay. one mistake. All it takes is one change. All it takes is one. That it. All the outcomes of these games – and let's just say, it comes down to a game or two sometimes. What happened within the game? Did somebody on the other team do something great? Did, did you guys do – we've had our share of unbelievable moments here in Cardinal baseball. We know what that's like, improbable moments. How many times – I mean – Guys, we lived through 2011. How many times were we down to our last strike? Steve? I, 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 no, yep. we,
0: yeah. Uh, you know, Jim, and, and that's what I think maybe a lot of people get frustrated with, is, with Matheny, is is coming from a Larusa, who on April – Seventh thinks it's the seventh game of the World Series. Sometimes, like, hey, this is an important win here. We got to get this one. And then you know, you get to a guy who gives a song and dance. We'll fix it. We're you know, we're doing this. We're doing that. We got. A, it's a long season. It's a grind. Um, and that's you know, maybe no, maybe Mike Matheny won't be appreciated.
2: I I rather have my guy. I would rather have a guy that's battling every single game for you. Uh, March twenty nine. They're going to face Syndergaard, whatever his name is, (laughs) in the Mets. I I want that game. I want to win that game because that's my next game. That's the mentality these guys had to have. When I started, I, I, I I told you the story already. But Socha, when I first got in, and this is when the first time I heard it, he said, win today. Forget about tomorrow. I'll deal with tomorrow when this game is over, and I'll deal with tomorrow whatever. Win today, and if you have the mentality and you can put all those guys in the roster to fight for you to win today, and that was Tony La Russa, like you just said. If you win today, I bet you anything those games are not going to be wasted. Those games are not going to be the one in September where we were last year and said, "Man, if we would have win three more games, uh, you know, in April or two more games, and then." May if we would have won three more you know what I'm saying that doesn't get you to that point because you're winning every you're trying you're trying to win every single day and that's it that's my mentality if I ever coach if I ever manage I would always put in their head let's win today guys let's do our best let's do whatever we can to beat this guy today to beat this team today forget about tomorrow we'll deal with tomorrow when tomorrow comes but today we got to win. we got to do everything we can to win. That will be my mentality going at it if I ever get the chance.
1: You know, I'm just, uh, again, I'm just looking at the, the, the overall team and, and how we move forward and, and what they've done. And, you know, as a I guess as a, uh, as a Cardinal fan, you know, what do you, what do you expect, I guess, and, and where do you want to go with, with the team? I, for me, I look at what they've done as we move forward, and I wonder, am I seeing now what they saw and maybe why they made some of the decisions that they made? Again, I've said all along that that's fine. I just don't understand the rhetoric then that we heard at the end of the offseason last year. And again, I've said this too. I wonder if sometimes, and this seems to be, Mosellock sometimes gets in that mode of saying what he thinks people want to hear I don't know why. I, I've seen him in the mode before where we get the the the, the dry nothing. And I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm a little confused by that, especially now that, you know, we are seeing some things play out before our eyes now. It's spring training. But I do want to get into where we sit today because with the cuts that have happened, we are now getting into that sweet sweet spot of, It's crunch time now for the last couple roster spots, whether that be the bullpen or on the bench. It's also time to start getting the guys ready to play actual baseball games. I want to go over where we are at now based off the moves that were made over the last few days with this roster. Uh, Before we do that, I want to remind everybody to check us out at twobirdsonabat.com. It's our website. You can do multiple things there. Uh, The number one thing you can do, you may be listening to the show through there, which you can always do. Uh, well I would suggest it's absolutely free to subscribe to the podcast. You can do that through the website. You simply click subscribe to the podcast takes you about 30 seconds. You'll get a notification on your mobile device. Each time the newest show has been released, then you can listen to it at your leisure. And that's why you like podcasting. Cause you get to listen to it when you want and how you want. So again, that you can do through the website. Uh, our ask of you is that if you, you know, if you do shopping on Amazon, which obviously a lot of people do, if you could go to our website, if you're on your computer to your right. You will see the Amazon banner. If you're on your mobile device, you would scroll all the way down. Click on it. You're done with us. doesn't cost you anything extra. Do your shopping. We'll get a really small referral that will help us with our production costs, and you guys get to do your shopping, you know, clean as a whistle. We appreciate your your, your thoughts and, and willingness to do that. Thank you so much. We do have people doing it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And if you'd continue to, we would greatly appreciate it. Um, social media is is what we really enjoy especially with the Cardinal. I mean, let's face it, Cardinal season's coming. There's a lot of stuff going on. We want you to be part of our conversation. We'd like to be part of yours. You can find us on Twitter. Simply look for us. We are at Birds on a Bat Show. Uh, like our Twitter page. If, uh, if you're a Cardinal fan, we're going to follow you back. Uh, our big ask, though, and you guys have been doing a great job lately, please, please find us on Facebook. Simply type in Two Birds on a Bat. Find our Facebook page. Like it, and then click "Invite Your Friends" and all your friends that are Cardinal fans. If you would invite them to like the the page as well, we'd like to get as many people involved in our Facebook community as possible, just to increase the uh, the conversation level and, and get people involved. Uh, you can also join the Birds on a Bat group. You just simply type in "Birds on a Bat." That's a Facebook group. Happy to have you be a part of that. You just uh, click that you'd like to join, and we'll welcome you in as long as you're a Cardinal fan. Uh, Instagram as well, Two Birds on a Bat show. You can find us there. Uh, you can also find us through lineupmedia.fm. They're the fastest-growing podcast company on the planet and now home to the newest internet radio sensation, Yo! Radio. We'll be happy to be a part of the baseball channel on there, and uh, moving forward, you'll be able to find us there as well. Again, producers Brian Crock, Andrew Allen, all they do for us behind the scenes, thank you guys very much. Uh, again, I just, you know, I can't thank all the people over there enough as they help us put on a what I believe a, is a is a very good well-produced show as as evidenced by what these guys do for us so thank you so much guys okay back to the cardinals all right where i was going was some of the cuts that have been made and where we sit now with the roster um first and foremost i'm going to bring up a name here and what i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to do a, i'm not going to do the frank cusimano thing no hedging i'm going to say a name to you and then i want your first initial thoughts, steve i'm going to start with you okay okay you ready yep i hope you ready to go I hope. You ready for this, Benji? Do it. You ready? Yeah. I'm yep, going to throw some names at you. This is how we're – I'm going to go through the roster and some things that have been done, and I want to get your thoughts. You ready to go? I'm And I'm going to – man, I hate to say this. I am going to go in what I feel is order of importance. Okay? Okay. Based on what I've seen. Yep. Okay. You guys ready? Yep. Okay. Here we go. Throw it out. <laughs> throw it out. Okay. Luke Weaver. <laughs> Steve-O. When I say Luke Weaver, you think what starter? That's it. Yeah. Let's go. Bring it on, young kid. I what do three. you want me to
0: say? He's he's, he's lighting it up. Let's go. I'm ready to put him in a rotation. Okay. Give him the ball,
1: Benji. Luke Weaver.
0: I say, I, I say three.
2: That's my word. Three. Number third starter. He's let's your- have Carlos. Let's have a uh, Waka, and let's have him. Let's go at it.
1: Okay. I'm gonna. I'll I'll go and just say impressive. That's my word. I'm impressed. I really am. Oh,
2: well, yeah. I mean, I just impressed.
1: Yeah. Really impressed. It's really great. impressed. He's it, doing really good. He's okay.
0: filling in. Now let's see. Now, now once again, that's one of your question marks. And it seems like, Jim, this is what we kind of bounce back for all the time. We got a bunch of question marks. Now we got to see him do it for 210 innings, right?
1: Uh, can I'd be happy third. with 180.
0: Yeah, I know I know, but now we need that guy that can go out there and get 15 wins. Okay. All right. 200 innings and, and not break down, not lose the V at the end of the year,
1: not okay. start getting lit up. Okay. So, yeah, let's see what he can do. It's time for him to play. Okay. Next name, I'll start with Benji on this one, Michael Waka.
2: Um, wow, to find a word for him, I it doesn't have to know. be a word.
1: It can be just your thought. Oh. A quick, a quick thought. Oh no, my thought,
2: my thought is I. We need him as big as anybody else in the in the rotation. I think he's gonna have a great year, like I said before. I think his mind is uh, a little older, of course. Uh, I, I really think he's gonna have a great year. I really believe it. Uh, I want to believe it. How's that? You know. So, I, I I hope so, man. He has such a great staff, man, and he's such a nice guy. Uh I really do believe that he's gonna have a good year.
0: Steve? Yeah, I'm with you, Bimo, on that, but I, I wanna see him turn into to continue to develop into a pitcher. Okay. He he early domination, his whole career, his whole life he's dominated, dominated, dominated. Now it's the time he should have enough years underneath his belt that he really turns into a veteran and gets out there and knows how to pitch in situations, and once again, he has to be big for us this year. Um, my- I
2: think he, we got to stay away. He has to stay away from the big innings. Uh, I think that killed him last year. He pitched great for four innings, and then one inning just killed him. You know, so I think if he can stay away from that beginning that hurt him, I think he's going to have a great year.
1: Uh, my thought is something's missing. I don't know what it is. I can't. I can't find it. I still go back to. I'm still going to go back to this. Um, I. I'm not even going to say it because it, it'll just infuriate people. There's something missing though. I don't know what it is, but there is something missing. I, I from a stuff standpoint, or from be, between the ear standpoint. I don't. I, I know this. As a hitter, I, I I get it. Okay, and we know enough to be dangerous here, right? I think if I was facing guys, facing guys, right. If all I really had to be worried about was two pitches, and they were both, I mean, I'm going to look for one, and I'm going to get one sooner or later.
2: He he doesn't have two pitches, though. Well, That's I, what you're thinking.
1: Well, I, I again, I'll argue with anybody over this curveball bullshit. I, I'm sorry, I don't he believe it.
2: A, he has a cutter.
1: Well, but again, you, know, you
2: don't have to. You don't have to have three great pitches. You have to have two good pitches to get you through maybe three innings. You can get through with two pitches, with three innings. What that third pitch does is get you two extra innings by showing it. It doesn't have to be three great ones, because if you have three great ones, you keep winning Cy Youngs.
1: Well, I agree with you. That's when you talk
2: about Kershaw. That's when you talk about Kershaw. That's when you talk about all these guys. Kershaw has four great pitches. Two different changeup.
1: I understand that, uh-huh. but when your two best pitches are the fastball and the changeup, they're both relatively straight. And pro hitters, okay, they sit on pitches. I mean, I, again, I, I, I'm just going by what I see. Yes. And and I go through yes. at bats when he gets knocked around, and I'm like, they just they're just laying off certain pitches. And here's the deal: you're sooner or late. And and let's face it, when you're in the big leagues, Benji, I mean, we've talked about it. Like, you spend a lot of time anticipating what pitch you're going to get. And and you're gonna get it sooner or later with him. That's my point. So I don't know.
2: I don't I don't I don't go against what you're saying. If you have two pitches, you are gonna struggle, of course, right? You're going to. But I see him. Uh, he has a, a good cutter which could keep lefties away from that changeup. And even if he's a back cutter, it doesn't matter. Believe me, I'm a hitter. And if I saw a cutter coming in on the lefty, I don't care how bad he was. I don't care if it was always a ball. That cutter's in the back of your head. You know what I'm saying? So you don't need three or four great pitches to get through the game. You need two good pitches, of course, and that will give you three to four innings to battle. And then you need that so-so curveball, that so-so uh, cutter to come into play so you can get to the fifth or you can get to the sixth by battling through. But if he can get field for that cutter and the curveball, man – it's over. It's over. That's why I think he's going to have a good year. Well, a uh, I think he doesn't have a feel, you
0: know? He has to be able to throw that curveball for a strikeout pitch every once in a while. You can't show it early in the count I and don't. then go away from it when you got a two strike count. You've got to be. That's where you're going to keep him honest. I don't, yeah. Is if your third pitch, you can actually get over to plate for a strikeout. Whether or not you throw it that much or not. But, BMO, going back to the changeup. On that, with a guy like that, do you think these guys are sitting mainly looking for that good changeup and just going to battle on a fastball or battle on the cutter?
2: I don't think they have a chance. He throws 90 freaking seven miles an hour, dude. And we're not talking about 89. We're not talking about 90, which you can do that. Right. 90 is okay. You can do whatever you want backwards, and, and you'll be fine. You can follow it off. 96, 97 miles an hour. Heck no, they're not looking for that, dude. You'll be so late on the high cheese. There's no way you can touch that ball on 97 or 96. Believe uh, me, I've, uh, I've, I've done that. All well,
0: right. I'm looking at Jim. He's over here. He's practicing a swing. I think he he thinks he can hit anything, right, Jimbo? No, I cannot.
1: Um,
2: <laughs> all right, Jimbo now. can hit the changeup, long swing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's move on. Adam Wainwright. I mean, it sounds like a broken
0: record every time we we bring somebody up. Yeah. Um, I th- I think health,
2: I think health is the key for him. Uh, the way he's showing people that that he could still do it, man. He's showing it. He's showing he can still do it. But like people said, can he do it through the whole the long haul? Right? Uh, can he do it through the whole year? And can he do it again uh, consistently consistently in uh, in six months and. And beyond, because this year's our year, man. We're gonna go beyond six months. So, can he do that? Can can he can he do that? And and for me, it's health. I think if he stay healthy and he can pump that fastball 92-91, I think it will be fine. I think we we can count on him. So, I'm really positive on him. I'll go. So why ne- he's showing up,
1: right? Yeah, and I'll go next and kind of border. I'll be kind of. I'll, I'll, I'll echo your to some degree, but I'm gonna say my my impression so far is both surprised and curious at the same time. And I, I say this while because while I know it's spring training, I think his spring training was a little bit different than most, right? Like he's got to go down there and show that he's healthy, which he is showing that he's healthy. The curious part of this for me is, um, especially in Florida, we typically see the pitchers way ahead of the hitters. Um, I will be curious to see and again, this is just me, I'll be curious to see that first time at the big league level when we see that radar gun. Because we all know the radar guns down there are bullshit. I don't care what anybody says. Okay? I mean, I, I, they're bullshit. Okay? So, therefore, I want to see when he gets up here. Because like BMO said, the bottom line is certain guys are going to be be able to pitch at certain like, – like Adam Wainwright's not going to throw 95, 96. He's just not. But we do know that history has shown us that if he's healthy, he can pitch at 91, right? Well, I say this only because we saw a guy dramatically drop out of nowhere to 83 miles an hour last year when you texted me. Yeah. I was like, what? What?" And That's not good. Well, being hurt, though. Sure. And that's kind of my point. If he's healthy. That's right. So that's kind of my point. So I'll be curious to see. But the bottom line is this: if he's your four or your five or whatever it is you're doing here, whatever it is you're doing with him here, I don't, I don't know the numbers or whatever. Um, if he can go out and give you quality starts, is all I really care about from him. I really do. That that for me, that that that's it. Steve, O, your thoughts? Uh,
0: well, a, he needs to be a leader to young men there. Sure. Well, okay, okay, yes. yeah. Um, B, I'm with you, BMO. Health is a big thing. I want to see. I mean, obviously, he has a chance one of our favorite guys growing up well, watching yeah, and playing, I mean, yeah. Greg Maddox, you know, being that guy that can pitch, that can deal, that can go out there and uh, really understand how to miss bats uh, squarely, you know, get the ground ball, get the lazy fly ball, whatever it is. I'm looking, you know, like you said, Jimbo, I, I really think this guy needs to have th- – that chip on his shoulder. Hey, this is what I can do. And the last thing I want to see is get into July and all of a sudden you get out there and I'm thinking he's throwing the first pitch of the game's a changeup and it's an 83 mile an hour fastball. And if he can stay healthy um, and do the little things that, to help the club, I, I think uh, I think maybe we can see him right off into the
1: sunset. Uh, obviously, the last name I didn't bring up out of that rotation uh, is Carlos Martinez, and I, I it was because you know. I, it's funny to kind of label a guy that's had his his stats as the enigma, but you know he he's an interesting guy. I think we just expect him to be this. Um, we look at him now, and we look at his stuff. We look at the repertoire pitches, the you know the the hundred miles an hour. You know, it's one thing to get that from a reliever, but when your starter's throwing a hundred miles an hour, I mean, I think we saw it last year, like what in the sixth inning, seventh mm-hmm. inning of the old home opener, he's throwing hundred miles an hour in a tough situation. Um, when you feel like you have a guy that can rare reach back like that in, in, in big situations and make pitches, and let's face it, if you look at his stats, he's been one of the better pitchers in, in the game of baseball. Um, you know, he's admittedly talked about he needs to to mentally, you know, make pitch after pitch after pitch and not live and die maybe with every pitch and let it go. Um, I, you know, again, I'm not gonna try to guess what's in his head with that. That's you know, he he said as much himself, so I'll let him deal with that. I you know, while, let's face it, Luke Weaver's been awesome, um, you know, I've, I've thought waka have been okay, you know, Wainwright's been okay, um, uh, the Lizard King, whatever. I was really impressed with Jack Flaherty. The, the reality of it is, and again, it's funny to say that Carlos Martinez needs to take that next step, but I do feel like it's a next step. I do feel like he needs to be a stopper. That's what I feel like. I feel like, that's the next step for him to be the guy and be in a Cy Young conversation. That's what I feel. I think it's time for him to be in a Cy Young conversation. Benji, your thoughts?
2: My my biggest thought with him is one of the things you said. It's to be able to focus every single pitch, every single inning. If this kid, Jimbo and steve if, if this kid really focused on, on pitching that day and doesn't have any issues on being this, uh, distracted by, you know what I mean, like, you know, whatever, a strikeout or a walk or whatever, if this kid is able to focus on getting people out for all the time that he pitches, whatever, 100 and some, this kid could be a Hall of Famer, man. You know how Wainwright pitch Have you guys seen him for a long time? Have you seen how he pitch? How how his mindset is? He doesn't he doesn't waste one pitch. He doesn't waste. He's been struggling with health. I we get that. But when Wayne Ray was right, and, and and even last year when he was not right, have you seen him? How he acts on the mound? He doesn't he doesn't make a a two old pitch wasted, and he doesn't he doesn't waste it. Like he doesn't look he's wasting any pitch. That's how Carlos needs to be if he wants to make a Hall of Fame pitcher, right, if he wants to be, like, ne- the next level that you, you were talking about, Jimbo, if he does that, if he doesn't waste pitches, and if he goes out there and try to do this, like just like Ray's doing or has done, he will be fine. He'll be okay. Seriously.
0: I think Carlos Martinez needs to turn into Pedro Martinez. And I want him to continue to have fun. But I I think you're right. I think he needs to take that bulldog mentality that he's shown and not take pitches off, not take take innings off, and get in there. I don't care what color his hair is. I don't care what he – I love his clubhouse antics on the bench. I love him having fun. But – I do too. He needs to – I think it's necessary too, and I think the team loves that. But I think what the difference is, is – Does that attitude, that fun-loving attitude, not that switch doesn't flip to when it's the fifth day that it's his time to be the stopper, to shut it down. I'm the number one guy. And, yeah, I want him in the Cy Young conversation, and he should be. It's time for him to take that next step. And Bimo, by all accounts, he has the talent to be a Pedro Martinez and go to the Hall of Fame.
2: Oh, my gosh, steve Think about what, what we just said right now. Think about him taking every pitch and not wasting anything out there on the mound. Think about Carlos Martinez pitching like a win mentality out there on the mound. Just think about it for a second. This kid's going to be a Hall of Fame if he does that. Because he would not waste pitches. He would not do this. He would not do that. He'll have fun in the dugout, but when it's time to pitch, he will be pitching with They Adam Wayne mentality like he does. Come on, man. There's no doubter. This kid will be good. He'll be a hall of famer. But can he do that? It's what we're looking for here. Can he do that?
1: All right. Last guy in the rotation, the Lizard King. After we, I mean, he's been much debated, highly, highly topicked. um, You know, and and not his own fault. I mean, really, by no fault of his own, he's going to be critiqued because it's him. Instead of somebody else, really, at the end of the day, and you could go either way on this. It's him instead of. Uh, I, I'm going to take both ends of the spectrum here. It's him instead of Arietta. and it's or Flaherty, him, and it's him instead of Flaherty. It's one or the other, right? It's either. So the bottom line is this: he I, he has to be good, or he or or it's a no winner. I, the bottom line is um, obviously he started off awful, and his last two starts have been great. So um i'll start with you steve uh do you even have i see i don't even know if it's it's i don't even know if you can have a thought on it
0: well i mean obviously it comes back on the front office if it doesn't work out right 100 percent um this because, is again this is their gamble this is their gamble because you've seen well an area priced price himself higher than i think that we were willing to go but you had well, others out there. Don't get me there. started on the money. I know, I know. We got money. But so you, don't get me started
1: know. on money. I, but. I take money out of the equation. If you want to talk about blocking guys... I'll talk about blocking guys, but you're signing this guy to a two-year deal. Arietta signed a three. Yep, and we got money, so I don't want to talk about. And, money. and I'm not,
0: I'm not concerned with blocking guys because I, I would say there is a hundred percent chance, and I'm not sure if Vegas has futures on this that our starting rotation isn't the same five the entire year long. So blocking guys, it's going to be a. a I, was more, gonna,
1: I was talking I know, more. I was talking more long term. Long term. Okay, but.
0: I'm excited for him. I, I, I think in the in a situation, a, a good arm like this, you you get the most as you can out of it, and and you just you just run with it. But I don't expect anything more than what we had out of a uh, uh, Mike Leake. You know, I, I don't expect him to be a Cy Young contender.
1: Yeah, but we traded Mike Leake.
0: Why? Well, well, we got two good months out of him, right? It's, whatever. But I, I don't expect a ton out of him. But if we could get 12 wins, that would be awfully
1: nice. Benji, your thoughts on the Blizzard King to this point?
2: <laughs> Listen, guys, if we can expect 12 wins, are you kidding me? This kid has to win 15 or more games to be successful, man. Has to because of what he's doing, what these guys are doing as an organization. That's why he needs to win more than 15 games. Man, they blocked this kid, Flaherty. I, I don't know if we're going to discuss Flaherty later, but. Anyways, I'm gonna say it now. This kid's clarity is for real, and we all we all have been saying this. This kid has shown it that it's for real. He's for real. He can pitch, and we put Mikolas in uh, a kid that has been he didn't have success in the big leagues, and went to Japan and found greatness. And we're putting this kid over our guy with his flarity, who's shown you. He is freaking ready to pitch in the big leagues, man, and dominate. So he needs to win. He has to win fifteen freaking games or more. There's no thing of oh no, I'm, I'm you know if he wins twelve. I hear you, Steve, well, I know what you're saying. It's all right, but there's no way. Come on, man. We have to we have to be we have to take the pressure. How's that? We have to take the freaking pressure and say, listen, you gotta get. 15 more or more games
1: from this deal
2: come on you have to there's no way in the world this is my 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 opinion anyways right
1: well and again I what I will say is he's got to give us a chance to win those games and, and I'll take that I mean I, again so, I so quality start well even yeah again I'm gonna go back to what I said at the beginning and I think that's really essentially what Benji's saying and, and let's face it Jack Flaherty showed us that he was ready to go Um a, a, according to spring training, now again we got to see it translate. Of course, always, um, or and if he has a
2: strong agent, guys, he could ask for a trade right now. I mean, don't be surprised if we see him traded. I mean, obviously it's, it's the the St. Louis uh, option, right? I mean, they can say yes or no, but I'm just saying, like, if he has a strong agent, somebody that knows the game and say, hey, man, you cannot be wasting time in Triple A. I'm going to tell these guys, man. You either trade me or, or whatever, you know, but but I'm tired of being in AAA. I'm ready to go, and I've shown you guys that I'm ready, and you're still not counting on me. So you better trade me. And if we have that, we're in trouble.
0: Well, what's the date where they, they get the one more year control on him, Jim? You, I don't know. You, you probably don't know that off the top of your I head. I don't know. I don't even
1: – I don't know. And but I it's don't. like
0: early May, right? One more month in the minor leagues, and you got him under control another year.
1: Yeah, and let's face it, so I think a business okay, move. Right, but let's say – but here's the deal. And, and again, I said this, and I said this at the beginning. I brought up the the Lizard King or Arietta or Flaherty. The reality of it is it's not just him or – we have to be realistic about Wainwright, right? So it could easily come from there, too. And
2: Nicholas, too.
1: Well, that's what I mean. It It, it could come from either one of them is my point. Uh, you know, you would hope. I, let's face it. If we're talking about guys falling apart like Carlos Martinez, Luke Weaver, Michael Waka, then then we're in real trouble. But if it's if it is the Lizard King, if it is Wainwright that falters, whether it be from health or just unproductive, then it is nice to have Flaherty for sure, no doubt. Up, I think Mosellock said as much on his interview that he does every week. He's he's the sixth starter. He is ready to go. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. So we shall see how that plays out. Um, The other guy that's drawing a lot of social media attention here for getting sent down, and now the Cardinals are taking a bath on how they've handled him, is uh, his uh, Carson Kelly. Um, You know, uh, the Blues screwed in, or the Blues, the Cardinals screwed in by having him sit on the bench and didn't get any games and da, da 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 and now in spring training he he hasn't hit he actually hasn't done as well the you know he's his receiving needs a little work um, i think defensively i don't think anybody argues that he's a good player just because just because the manager says he needs to he needs to work on receiving the ball that is a craft folks and you know that is something that's very important, and I would think if you can fault, you know, you can hate Matheny, you can not like him, you can think he's an awful manager, but what he was was a really good catcher, one of the best defensive catchers of his. I mean, he was a good defensive catcher. You also have arguably one of the best defensive catchers to ever play, sitting up here trying to help the guy. And the reality of it is, if he has an issue receiving the ball right now, he needs to work on it. Okay. Now that being said, um, the bottom line is this. He is not ready to hit at this level. I don't. You can. I don't care. We can argue about this all day long. You do not have to be a rocket scientist to watch him hit and tell that he is. He is not ready to hit at the major league level. And that's again, that's my opinion. You can think whatever. I've been saying this for over a year now, and people think I'm stupid because he hit 280 at AAA. Okay. I I see a guy that's (laughs) overmatched at this level. In my opinion, Benji, I'll let you go first. And again. I, I want to say this, too, to all our listeners. Sometimes Benji gets painted in a bad light here because he comments on Carson Kelly because people think he's a direct competitor to Yachty. If that's what you think, then you need to have your head examined because they're not even on the same planet as players. Okay? I'm going to say it. I'm not going to ask Benji to say it. If you want Carson Kelly to play a baseball game instead of Yachty or Molina, you need to have your head examined. Okay? Now, Does Yachty need a break every now and again? Sure, he does. Whether he wants one or not, I'll say it. I know the guy wants to play every game. But I think Benji's even said he needs to play about 140 games, okay, so that he can stay healthy, be fresh. Whether he wants to play 162 or not, he needs to play about 140 games. Do I think that the supposed number one prospect in baseball when it comes to catchers needs to be the backup to play 20 games? No, I do not. And that is not a slide on Carson Kelly. But the reality of it is I'm not even talking about him being Yachty's backup. I'm talking about him being able to hit at this level. The reality of it is we don't know if he can. So quit saying that he needs to play instead of Yachty. That is a dumb statement. And, yes, I've said it, and I really don't care if you don't like it. If you want him to ever play instead of Yachty, other than to give Yachty a day off, which we're talking about maybe 22 days a year, then you need to have your head examined. Go ahead, Bendy
2: i'm gonna start uh, a little off from it i'm gonna start with clarity right okay did clarity did great for us in in the bullpen no it didn't push good at all so some guys some guys can do their job how they usually do it which Clarity was the starter every time in minor leagues so guess why when he gets to the big league and they put him in the, in the in the bullpen He's trouble. All right. I'm going to gonna I'm gonna just leave it like that. When you have Carson Kelly, which has played in the minor leagues almost every single game, and then you put him up in the big leagues, Yaddy's the number one, and you have these kids sit up for a while, he he couldn't do the job. He couldn't hit. He couldn't catch very good because he was probably bothered by, okay, I haven't played in so long, and now I, I have to turn it on again, and that, and that. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, it takes – Some guys cannot do that job. Some guys cannot play off the bench. And that's what happens to this kid. That's the reason why they send him down. That's the reason for all those fans out there. One of the reasons why he got sent down is because Yaddy's our number one guy and likes to play a lot. And the next reason is he cannot handle the bench role. He has to go down and and keep developing himself, developing himself, playing 120 or whatever it is. Like I told you guys before, 300 at bat, 200 at bat, maybe bring him up, keep him keep him honest. You know, obviously he he might deserve a chance later when when he gets the opportunity. He's gonna have to do it. But when you have a guy ahead of him, it's really hard to have a a, 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 a good prospect as a catcher. To bring to the to the St. Louis Cardinals in the big leagues, if he's going to sit, it's just plain simple. This kid cannot do it off the bench. This kid is a starter. In this case, he has Yaddy in front of him. He can start. So what do they do? They have to send him down and say, "Hey Kelly, listen, we don't. It's not that we don't think you can catch. It's like you have a guy on top, and now you got to go still get at bats and get innings catch and keep developing." That's why this kid got sent down. It wasn't because he couldn't play. Well, he's showing. He's showing it himself. And if Martini says he's not receiving well, he needs work, come on, man. I mean, there's no question that if you have a Yaddy or you have a Salvador Perez, if you have a Buster Posey, if you have a Contreras in front of you, there's no way that kid is going to play. It's very simple. And if he cannot do a job and feel comfortable coming off the bench, you send him down so he can get a bat. Very simple. I don't know why. I don't know why is it a big deal. But that's why it's the reason why they send him so he can get more repetitions down down in the minor leagues and he can keep getting those skills sharpened up. You know that's that's what I think.
1: Well, again, those are those are kind of my thoughts for today's show. Um, I want to get into the uh, the lineup. I want to get into the lineup on Thursday. Um, as we start approaching spring training, like I said, I think for now my my you know my my concern was I think the starting rotation had everybody in a in a in a tizzy. Um, you know the bullpen's a whole other animal, um, but you know with the loss of Lance Lynn, with the you know with with Wainwright's issues last year, with signing a guy from Japan that we aren't sure about, um, I'm just curious after our discussion about the starters, I'm curious to hear what the fans think now where we sit heading into basically the, the the end of spring training when the games, they really start approaching them in a little bit different manner. Be really curious to see, um, you know, one of the things you don't typically get in spring training, which we tend to see be an issue, and people bring it up with Waka quite a bit, is the whole uh, third time through the order. You don't see that a lot in spring training. Um, but uh, you may see it more as it approaches now. Um, you may see some guys get to those pitch counts where they get into a third third time through the lineup. Um, it'll be interesting to see. Like I said, I'm, I'm very curious to see what we do from here. But I do want to remind everybody again that, you know, we do do the show twice a week. I do have something for everybody. Uh, everybody knows that we're proud to be members of the Rally Squirrel Club, and um, we're members of the Rally Squirrel Report with our good friend Nate McHenry from the wonderful Facebook page, rallysquirrel.com. We would encourage you guys to check it out. For less than the price of a cup of coffee, you too can be a member of this Rally Scroll Club. They are actually now offering a free trial on it, and you can get involved, get the premium content. You can also uh, be eligible to win some of the great prizes that they have for free for about, a, I think they're doing this for about a month. So I would highly in, uh, encourage everyone to, uh, to check it out. And to be completely honest, um, I think you would really enjoy it. Uh, the people that are members of the club really are having a great time with it. They're enjoying having the opportunities to win some of the great prizes, win spots on the show, and have the opportunity to talk to, to pro players, things like that. So, again, make sure you guys check out ralliesquirrel.com, the wonderful Facebook page. Uh, and, again, I, as I do on every show, I always want to thank those pages for what they've done for our show. Obviously, it's always starts with Nate McHenry and RallySquirrel.com. Um, right there at the top, those are our good friend Chris Lawless, who runs Cardinals Nation, Cardinals 24-7. We appreciate everything he does for two birds on a bat and, of course, the Cardinal discussion that happens weekly uh, or daily uh, on social media. Chris does a great job. I know his Facebook pages are tremendous, and we thank him. Um, Mick Light with Art City Sports, everything he's done for the show is n- uh, nothing short of amazing. He's helped us grow leaps and bounds. Thank you. His wonderful Facebook page, Arch City Sports, does such a great job. Uh, St. Louis Cardinals Fans Unite, uh, another one that's been with us for a long time, Cardinals Freak, been with us for a while now, everything STL Sports. Thank you, guys. Thank you for everything you do for us. We do greatly appreciate all the great Facebook pages that are out there. I highly encourage all you guys to get out there, check them out, be a part of the conversation, have some fun with it. Again, don't forget to check us out at twobirdsonabat.com. Subscribe to the show through there. Um, It's absolutely free. Don't forget to do your shopping through Amazon there and help us out. Our social media places you can find us. Uh, definitely on Twitter, at Birds on a Bat Show. Find us on Facebook, Two Birds on a Bat. Like our Facebook page. Click invite your friends. Invite all your Cardinal friends to like it. We would greatly appreciate it. Uh, Instagram as well, Two Birds on a Bat Show. You can go through lineupmedia.fm. We're happy to be a part of their network. They take your entertainment time very seriously. Make sure you check out lineupmedia.fm. Our producers, Brian Crock and Andrew Allen, everything they do for the show is greatly appreciated. I want to thank them. Uh, for everything. Of course, uh, it's great to have Steve back in studio. Steve, thanks for coming back in. Yeah, hopefully, uh, maybe
0: something's on the schedule for Thursday already. Uh, but, we'll uh, see, what we'll, see, what we'll see what happens. We're getting close, man. It's it's a lot easier to talk about this when I can sit down and watch the games uh, all the time. It's a little tough during the work day. So.
1: Well, and of course, uh, our friend and yours, Benji Molina, on the m 4 byyachtycom hotline. As we uh, as we approach the uh, the end of spring training here, when the games really start to get a little interesting to see how things are going to shape up, uh, I invite you to jump in on the conversation. Give us your thoughts on the starting rotation and the uh, the two players the two players I think the most that were up for for spots on the roster that have been sent down in Flaherty and uh, and Kelly. We'd love to hear your thoughts. I leave you now with a Let's Go Birds. Go Birds. Call Birds.